So Kendrick dicked us pretty big. He said y'all got till April 7th to get y'all you shit wish together. Kendrick dicked us pretty big. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's the best. Punch. It's Friday and shit's fuego, Janet. Oh, yes. That's my new favorite phrase. That's from uh, our friend Father John Misty. Thank you. Josh, as always, um, Father John Misty, born Josh Tillman. Have you noticed that every single thing that's written about him clarifies in, like, the fourth graph? Like, his actual name, Josh Tillman. I think that if you do a control F during a, a Father John Misty thing, even if it's, like, a blog post that doesn't adhere to, like, journalistic standards... At some point, everyone feels the need, and I just did it. When you talk about Father John Misty, you need to be like, "Hey, I know it, his real name. I know his real name." You know what the uh, you know what that probably is from? What? I bet it's a Catholic church. They yeah. just send out like a press release that's like, just to clarify, yes. he is not affiliated with the church. This yes. is a made up name. He's not a father. Yes, call him Josh. He's changed his Twitter name about <laughs> six thousand times. I saw you retweet him yesterday. The Janet thing. What's it's, his name uh, now? It's like. Feather Jam Ministry, I think. <laughs> um, He's the best. He also he retweeted a review of his album <laughs> that uh, he was like, "This is the best review yet," or whatever. So I clicked on it, and it is entirely made up. It's like uh, Father like John. We would do exactly. It's like Father John Misty's new album opens with forty minutes of gorgeous silence. There's like not a sound. Then he says like like follow me or something, and goes into a three hour Ingve Malmsteen solo, and it's just like all this shit that does not at all occur, but it's very very detailed. If we if we ever have Father John Missy on the podcast, mm-hmm. which seems like a very strong reach, yes. uh, it would have to be the most ridiculous idea ever. I have a video idea for Father John Misty, uh, smoking cigarettes with Father John Misty, and it's just a video. Of us smoking cigarettes. If we want to talk, we can. Uh, I may be a little intimidated. I'm afraid to ask Father John Misty a question because you're going to get mocked. What the hell happens? Right. Like uh, he's. It seems that he's kind of no preparing for his answer. It seems that he's kind of uh, peeling that away a little bit. Um, he's done some performances as he promotes this album, and he finished one. The other day, he did uh, Battle of the Dying Man with a little choir, and it was awesome. And when it ended, he did a little, he did the kind of prayer hands kiss. You know that, that movie? Yeah. Where you just like, it's just a very strong show of, hey, I, I'm a nice guy. I really appreciate yeah. all of this. This is so great. And it seemed like he wasn't being a, a dick, but... If I know Josh Tillman, like I think I know Josh Tillman, he's been thinking about that for months. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, I'm going to do a grand performance and then do the thing where I touch my heart or something and every, all these fucking idiots are going to eat it up. Um, but yeah, he... So, uh, Pure Comedy is out today. Listen to that. I think it's... It's good. It's I, really, really I good. I listen to it. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. And I'm not... I love Father John Misty for Father John Misty more so than like his music. Yeah. I do like his music a lot. But this at this point, now I'm like 50-50 because this album is so good. So that's why I think is good about this podcast. We don't need Father John Misty to be good. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> I got tickets and went to see a Father John Misty concert still having not content. known <laughs> whether or not I liked him. I was just like, we talked about Handsome Guys on a podcast. He was a guy whose music I didn't know that well, but I knew he was pretty good looking. And he's got one album of two that I like. So for me, for like the longest time, he was just like one of those like cool people liked Father yeah. John Misty. Like right. Aziz Ansari put him in the Master of None premiere. Perfect example, yeah. Uh, and so I was like, all right, there's got to be something. But I, I, I wasn't totally in on him from the get-go. Like, yeah. my, I've said it a bunch of times, but like my favorite stuff that he did was stuff where he was mocking mainstream yeah. Song. So I'm like, I'm the idiot that he doesn't want in his fan base. Right. But now he's, he's got me with pure comedy. It's We're, really, really good. Yeah. You're the guy who's mad that he took down uh, the <laughs> yes. generic pop songs. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, he. Um, I, it took me, honestly, like two or three attempts to get into him. Um, I listened to a couple of songs off of I Love You, Honey Bear, because everyone was saying it was so good. Real and love is amazing. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Yeah. Um, and the more, once I force myself to be like, all right, try to kind of, I always use this term with music and TV, like try to 
enter this this world, you know, mm-hmm. just fucking listen to it for 40 minutes straight, see if something kind of connects and clicks. And once I... This is a bad sales pitch for him. Once you fucking force yourself to listen to a lot of Father John Misty, maybe it's Stockholm Syndrome. Like, if you're you stuck in a really room like and he's the only artist that you can listen to, yeah. you might like him. He's going to be the best thing you've heard. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, but, the, yeah, this, this album is genuinely good. I talked about that with Jeff. I think that Jeff's kind of in the same camp. Actually, no, I think that Jeff actually liked both of his first two albums. I've since come to, to also like Fear Fun. But What's your uh, favorite song off of Pure Comedy? I think it's the the one I keep going back to, or the two I keep going back to are Ballad of the Dying Man and Pure Comedy, because I think that Pure Comedy, uh, or I'm sorry, not Pure Comedy, uh, Total Entertainment Forever, I think that completely encapsulates Father John Misty. It's got a very 19 kind of 70s Elton John sound. Um, it's it's a great sounding song. It's got the bongos going, which I I love bongos in rock music. Um, and I texted this to you last night. For a guy who rolls his eyes at so many things, the chorus to Total Entertainment Forever, which is best known for being the song in which he Says name drops... He fucks Taylor Swift every yeah, night. Yes, exactly. <laughs> in which he sings about fucking Taylor Swift. Um, the chorus of that song, the lyrics are, nah, 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 come on. <laughs> <laughs> and for a guy who mocks so many fucking things. I mean, he's just... By breathing, he's mocking something, right? He sings a Nana Come On slash Oh chorus with the fucking best of them. Yeah, he sings it better than anybody, it's, which is wild. I he could, could listen to that guy He could guy be the biggest sing, fucking star in the world if yes, he wanted to. Yes, I could listen to... So another one of my favorite songs on the album, uh, Leaving L.A., which is... Oh, wait, is, that's... I have a take on that song. Is it going to be that it's really fucking long? I was going to say, it's 13 minutes long. That's yeah. not a song. That's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, Leaving L.A. is a song I would definitely, definitely recommend. Um, it's just the same. F- he just sings the same phrase for 13 and a yes. half minutes. Um, there's, like, very little variation other than the lyrics, which the lyrics of that song are fucking awesome. The lyrics of the whole album are really good. But uh, one of the times he sings this phrase which he keeps singing over and over again he just sings it on O, and it's fucking beautiful and i'm like i could just listen to this guy sing oh i'm sure he mocks i'm sure he, he, he hates like fun and bands that made he well he hates he hates the band fun and he also yeah. hates fun oh fun. that guy fucking despises fun activity yes. that guy that guy does not like enjoyment um but it's, yeah, those are the three songs I think are really great. But I think that the song itself, Pure Comedy, is really good. Um, it's it's a good album, and I don't know how to fucking feel about that. I, w- I think I would have been okay if I Love You, Honey Bear was kind of his triumph. And then he was just a miserable bastard <laughs> who was putting out shit, and everyone's he like, we hate this. And he's like, star. well, I hate you. <laughs> right. and- he doesn't deserve to be a star. Yeah. He's the kind of guy who's like who's funnier. Well, he does deserve to, star- to be a star in terms of like talent. Yeah. But... He's a guy that I would enjoy monitoring as his like career as goes into a tailspin. Yes, yes. Um, there's a guy like that, um, one of my favorite rap groups, called The Far Side, uh, from California, late 80s, early 90s. This was back in the day when rap was all very kind of sing-songy, and it was just like a bunch of boys jumping around, like doing fun shit. Right up your alley. Yes, exactly. Uh, shaking butts. And there were, they, there were some really, really good rappers in that group. Um and one of the guys, he kind of got kicked out. He would leave and get kicked out and stuff. I think the drugs were in the picture. He was just a real big goofball, and he couldn't seem to get his act together. His name was Fat Lip. About- I love I loved the idea of just silent, saying that drug addicts are goofballs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, what were we talking about with the, oh, the Vin Baker doesn't suck shirt? Yeah. It's like, this guy's an alcoholic. What do you want to do? Let's make jokes. Um, Bunch of goofballs being silly. Right, yeah. So he uh, he came out with an album or a song years later, probably ten years later. It was in like the late nineties, early two thousands, called "What's Up, Fat Lip," and it's just a song about how sad he is. Nice. And uh, the first line of the song is uh, "Feeling downtrodden, fresh kid turned rotten," and it's, it's the music video is him just walking around dressed in a clown suit. Uh, just, and that's just kind of it. 
He uh, he's got some great lines in it. He's mocking him. He says that he's that he's probably not even black anymore. He's <laughs> <laughs> it's it's great. It's a uh, cry for help. Oh, the song is such a cry for help, but there's like a laugh track in it. Like at the end of every verse, there's like a laugh track. It's awesome. I'm just like, ah. um, so it's kind of like that. But yeah, uh, back to Father John Misty. The guy is supremely talented. His his voice is one of my favorite voices Top-notch. going. It's just it's so fucking beautiful. So um, kind of a bummer that kind of a bummer that he's good that that he's good. <laughs> but uh, he tweeted on Thursday. Wonder how long it'll take for my new catchphrase. Um, shit's fuego, Janet, to catch on. And it only got about, I checked uh, this morning, Friday morning, it only had about 500 retweets. But if we have anything to say about it, Bruntouchables this weekend are going to be just doing crazy stuff, drinking some booze, buying some drunk merch, uh, yelling shit's fuego, Janet. If you don't upload an Instagram with the caption shit's fuego, Janet, yeah. By the end of the weekend, yeah. might as well just like uh, unsubscribe from the internet. Yeah, and we're gonna take some uh, artistic liberties here. I think we can both agree it's okay if you want to lop, if you want to chop off the um at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I, I personally, I like it better with the I, um at the at the front. But you do? Yes. I I think that meme wise, it's good. But I think that in terms of discussion and speaking and shit like that, if something happens and no. you yell like, um, shit's... Actually, no. It yeah, actually it's better. Is, it is, it be- is You know why You know why it's better? Because this you can interrupt somebody. I you just say, say uh, exactly. um, and everybody stops talking, and then yes. you go, shit's fuego, Janet. Yeah, people knock vocalized pauses. There is some good to it. If you... You can really... You really can control the room with an um. Especially when you use it at the beginning of a, of a sentence mm-hmm. or a beginning of a statement. Like, yes. just insert yourself in there. Yes. And then tell everybody how, how that shit's fuego, Janet. Uh, especially s- Janet. Speaking of shit that's, uh, that's fuego, guess what we're doing right now? You know, because you're there. Uh, drinking some vanilla bean iced v- coffee. Uh, v- cold. Cold brew. Van- uh, sweet vanilla, sweet cream, van- vanilla sweet cream, cold, cold brew. brew from Starbucks. Uh, devotees will know that this was a bit of a treat for us in the summer. <laughs> we, uh, we, when we were in Chicago, we went to Starbucks to try to get coffee, you know, and, uh, As one does. yeah. And I was just being a guy getting that hot, <laughs> uh, black like coffee. Fucking psycho in, in the middle of summer. <laughs> in the middle of summer. Just because I'd one time said on a fucking podcast that, Iced coffee isn't that good, and because I'm fucking me, I dug the fuck in and was like, I'm never having that again. So, we I was drinking fucking scathing hot, hot ass coffee in the middle of the summer in, in Chicago, in, Chicago yes. in the inner city, just fucking after a night of drinking yes. with a full day ahead of you. Yes. Just, just hot coffee right down that. Dead. So if you know anything about me, it's that I will make myself even more miserable to maybe prove a point to that die on a hill. One that person <laughs> might notice that nobody's giving you credit for dying. You probably on. didn't even see that I had ordered hot coffee. You were probably just living your fucking life. But I, I was way too busy with my face in my vanilla sweet yes. cream cold brew, yeah. which is a goddamn delicacy. Yeah. Uh, also, speaking of dying on hills. Most tweets that I receive are, "Why are you choosing to die on this hill?" I'm a big, I'm a big dying on a hill guy. I th- I feel like there was a there was a a point in the podcast where I just kept telling you that you've died on a million hills. Oh, that actually might be. Or is that on Twitter? No, uh, it was one of the two. But yeah, you, you die- were like, oh, you died you, on you s- die on so many hills that I forget the second part of the yeah. The but joke, it was probably but- it was probably a fucking hot line. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I was just fucking. You pounding. do die on a lot of hills. I'm a big, uh, I'm a big dying on a hill guy. <laughs> You're a big dying guy. Yes. Uh, I thought I had a great tweet this week. I was watching the Red Sox game, baseball. Ever heard of it? Just kicking back with the fellows, and um, uh, it was extra innings. Someone hit a ball to center field. It looked uh, like maybe it had home run potential, but it died, and it was. Caught like oh, yes. well before the warning track, and Jerry Remy said, uh, "Looked good, sounded good, just completely died out there." And I want that to be my tombstone. That's a good. That's a good phrase to I live think by. That not enough tombstones make fun of the person for dying. 
Yeah, dude, it would be hilarious if you could just go to like a graveyard and it's like going to a stand-up show or something. Yeah. You're just walking through rows of graves and you're just laughing at a bunch of gravestones. I'm yeah. into it. Yeah. Uh, like, what if it said, like, David Bean, dead much, <laughs> LMAO. <laughs> they should, so when you die, they should take your best tweet and put it on your gravestone. You know what? I like that. What do you, uh, shit. A lot of you, you'd have trouble though. You'd, yours would be an expensive uh, they'd gravestone. Have to play like a GIF. They'd have to and they'd have to set up some technology. You'd have to be like April's. It'd have, uh, it'd have to be like uh, the Milan Lucic Taylor Swift vine. Yes, and it would just be, it wouldn't even say your name because you're a humble guy. So it would just say <laughs> Milan Lucic X Taylor Swift. Uh, I really like that idea because then not only does it become entertainment for the people that are visiting the cemetery. Yeah. Uh, it gives people a good idea of who you were. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got a take on graveyards. Not a good, not a good time. Don't fucking go to them. <laughs> I, I've had friends, and especially don't go to them, go to them if you don't have a reason to be there. Well, don't. no. Well, yes. Don't do that. Um, I've had. This is going to sound insensitive, but I've had friends and relatives say, like, "Oh, you know, I, I visited your uncle." yesterday or something and this is no disrespect to any i'm not talking like, speaking ill of the dead i'm like, like why he's why dead the fuck did you do that <laughs> you probably felt like shit you went you went to go like rehash memories of someone you love and you had to just fucking stand outside and like nothing was there i think that's sad as fuck i don't want to do that i just want to think of dope ass memories of my uncle also shouts all my uncles they're alive so uh <laughs> that example was very vague but i think that it's weird. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's not the best time in the world. I don't think anybody's going there to party. Yeah. <laughs> don't, I just, d- people don't go party at graveyards this weekend. Um, fuck. Uh, so, playlist? What are we getting? Yeah, let's quickly, uh, you know what? Let's talk about music a little more. Uh, so, Kendrick dicked us pretty big. He said y'all got till April 7th to get y'all you shit wish together. Kendrick dicked us pretty big. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's the best. <laughs> um, he, it would be like the John Ham thing. Like, I want to go on, I want to be seen on a date with John Ham. You want to be seen on a date with Kendrick? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That, like, that boosts your fucking stock immeasurably. Oh, absolutely. And he's also a pretty good looking dude. And, yeah, and that would, that would boost Kendrick's stock immeasurably. If it's like, <laughs> sure, man. hey, like, the, the best rapper of our time right now is just open minded as fuck. He's just out there living his life. Kendrick, I think that this could be mutually beneficial. Um, Kendrick would also make me look sort of tall. He's like Kendrick, five seven, five eight. You know what? Like Here's a take: you and Kendrick aren't so different. You're both uh, small, well built guys. Would you say black? <laughs> You're both small, black, well built guys from Compton. Who people forget were in the music video for California Love when they were kids. And played uh, young Matt Damon in The Departed. Yes, that's right. People forget that Kendrick Lamar did that. Speaking of which, uh, I hadn't listened to part of my take in a minute. I think we've said this. Uh, I, I can't listen to it that much because it's too good. Um, but I listened to the Kurt Schilling interview. They had Kurt Schilling on. Yes. People, when you're done with this, go listen to that. It's amazing. When PFT Commenter is speaking with someone that you can tell he's got some legitimate disdain for, it's fucking wonderful. He was, uh, it was a very amicable conversation, but there was a lot of like, oh, are you triggered right now? You snowflake? Uh, he asked him about, he asked him what kind of meme guy he was, if he was maybe into Pepe the Frog. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of fucking good stuff. Uh, so he shouts that. That's the second thing that Pardon My Take has done uh, after me and done it better than me. Uh, the first was podcasting. Yeah. And the second was interviewing Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling, man, is. I've I've only uh, I don't, don't want to say anything nice about that guy, but he's like a pretty pretty uh oh, pretty no, nice he's like guy a, in person. Like, yes, definitely has some awful awful views, right? Uh, and you know he's an idiot, but yeah, he's a pretty nice guy. Yeah, I met him. Uh, I met him a few times, and he is yeah he's. But that's the case with a lot of crazy yeah. ass Republicans, <laughs> yes. where they're like the sweetest people. In and the also, world. I'm a white male. So right, exactly. He's inclined to be nice to you. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'm his favorite kind of person. Yeah, but yeah, Kurt Schilling, mano y mano, if you talk to him or whatever, he's not 
He's you're not, not like, hey, you how off. you doing? He's like, let me tell you some fucking <laughs> shit about Hillary. You he, like Nazis? Yeah, he he likes to go down that path, but I think it was cool that he did that interview. And uh, I mean, that they were they were making fun of him a lot during it, and he was kind of he's a guy who's kind of open to taking some shots. Like, yeah, he'll let people have their way with him. Yeah, he'll but, fire back. Yeah, so that was a uh, that was a good episode. So I would recommend you guys listen to that. But anyway, uh, getting back to Kendrick, really fucking us. He said y'all got till April seventh to get y'all shit together. Um, April seventh came and went. In you fairness, still, you didn't get your shit together. In though. fairness, did you? No, definitely not. None I'm of us sick got as a dog. None I'm of us tired. You got like yeah, four weeks. You've gotten four worse hours this week. Yeah, I think a lot of us. Have oh, gotten I've gotten worse. so much worse this week. Well, he said y'all got till April seventh to get y'all shit together, and then on April sixth we went to war. So yeah, yeah, so a lot of the world not getting its shit. together. You had a great tweet last night. It was, uh, was it? when you stay up late, uh, staying up late. Oh, this was <laughs> for an Kendrick. This was an alley oop from you though. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, we right. Because I texted you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you texted, like, we stayed up late uh, for Kendrick's album and got a new Chainsmokers album. This is what we all fucking deserve. <laughs> that's Which is pretty money. Because that's exactly what happened. I was actually, I mean, I was, I was at work late anyway, but I was planning on staying up all night listening to that fucking Kendrick because yeah. it's Jesus. Like, we, uh, the reason we put off the podcast for Friday morning was because we wanted to make sure that we had some reaction to the new Kendrick. And in about, it was, must have been about midnight, you texted me and you were like, there's a new Chainsmokers album, LOL. It's <laughs> like, fuck. All it right. was so funny because like the best way to find out about that is uh, so Apple Music tweeted it and was like, it's here! The oh. new Chainsmokers <laughs> album! And like somebody that I follow quote tweeted it and was like, laugh my ass off. Nah, I'm gonna pass on this one, bro. <laughs> so Kendrick did not... So Kendrick used April 7th to announce that his next album is coming out uh, oh, in a week. Which, another good tweet... This is just gonna be the let's, let's rehash DJ's only three good tweets. Um... I compared it to a Walking Dead season finale where he said he built everything up to April 7th and then he used April 7th to say, all right, I'm going to have a new album. (laughs) That's what fucking Walking Dead does. Devotees will remember that they they build up, uh uh-oh, someone's going to kill somebody in the season finale and the season finale is a guy about to kill someone. Yeah, And you're like, Uh, fuck yeah, that's, (laughs) we know. Uh... Speaking of The Walking Dead, I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but like people have been asking about us. I haven't watched a single... We don't watch it anymore. We don't watch it anymore, and it's so great. <laughs> the best part is, for about a year and a half, we talked about well, how, how... we could never stop watching only, it. The show's so bad, if only we could stop watching it. We can't stop watching it, though, because we're so pot-committed. Hey, new philosophy, new lease on life, new outlook. Just don't do it. If you don't want to do something, just don't fucking do it. It rules. It's amazing. I don't miss it at all. We uh, have so much free time to, like... I don't do much more with the... Uh, just not watch The Walking Dead. Out. It's a better life. Hang out. Text. We, we're <laughs> texting more. Our texting is up. It's a great quality of life. I uh, I listened to the entire Chainsmokers album. <laughs> I listened to the first four songs and the last song. I don't know what the fuck I was doing with my life, but I was just sitting there and I listened to the entire thing. Kendrick uh, did this. Huh? Ken, well, Kendrick did this, and uh, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he gave us this time he, to do shit. He was, he's he, like he, people blocked off an entire mm-hmm. amount of time to listen to music. Yeah. So I mean, good for the Chainsmokers. They took advantage of that. They were like, yeah. oh, not putting on a new album. Opportunity. We'll take this spot. They don't get enough credit for doing that. <laughs> uh, the Chainsmokers. The Chainsmokers aren't bad. No, uh, they're not bad. We've we've conceded that. They plenty make of times. Good disposable pop. Yes. Very um, fine. But they're awesome to make fun of. Just so great. Oh, yeah. I love making fun of them. Yeah. I want them to be as insufferable as possible. Uh, I do have a major, major complaint about this album. I think it's going to be the same one. Um, we root for. We're Father John Misty, now that we're kind of fans, uh, I think that we would like for him to continue making good music, but yeah. in general, we don't need him to. Because he's still going to be him and he's still going to be around. Chainsmokers, if they don't come out with good songs, if they don't stay relevant, then they're fucking gone forever. Yes. Those guys are fucking Smash Mouth. And for as much as every now and then it's like, oh, Smash Mouth tweeted something funny, 
I got no fucking clue what they're up to. I don't know what their social media strategy is. I just see those tweets and I'm like, I don't even get it. They're just professional tweeters now, I think. I th- oh, okay, cool. But I'm not going any deeper than that. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to see, like, oh, what else have they it's tweeted? Not worth it. I'm not clicking <laughs> on their fucking. Pro- I don't even know if that account is fucking verified. They're, they're just so fucking uh, irrelevant. You know that those, count, that count has to be verified because fucking San it, Jose if musicians. It was, if man. it wasn't verified, then I don't think anybody would believe that those tweets were actually from them. Yeah, uh, uh, San Jose musicians. No one cares about them. Are they from uh, is Metallica from San Jose? Uh, no, they're for, well, they're from the Bay Area. Okay. I was gonna make a joke about uh, front of the podcast. Who Kellen? Oh, is he right. from San Jose? Uh, yeah, he is. He's yeah. from like the he's from the Bay Area. Shouts. Uh, we're gonna do something with him. It's gonna be magical. Uh, uh, we have something planned, and it's pretty great. Yeah. Um, so, fuck. Uh, yeah, chain smokers, give the complaint because it, we definitely agree. They fucking think they're singers now. They made well, the that one guy, fucking the song one guy with thinks, Halsey, and yeah. they were like, let's have a. Probably because they can't afford two people, they were like, let's just have one featured artist, and then we'll have our guy sing on it as well. And here's the thing. That guy kind of sucks. That guy sucks at singing. And it's, it's cute when he does it on Closer because it's kind of a basic bitch song, and you're like, okay, we can have a guy kind of exactly. do the and owl do, city And he does thing. the first voice, the first verse, which yeah. is fine. Like you right, lead up to the exactly, banger. Exactly, exactly. It's the fucking. It's the anti. It's the Oppo Fleetwood Mac rule. Only be, only song in which it gets worse from the second from the first verse to the second is Don't Stop because Lindsay takes the first verse and is fucking screaming and rocking and then it gets to the second verse and it's fucking Christine. <laughs> I love you, Christine. You can in no song can ever, ever, ever go from un, unless musically they're doing more, you can never go from Lindsay Buckingham singing one thing to Christine McVie singing the same thing. It gets worse. But every other fucking song, there's actually a couple other examples, but every other song, it's first verse, you want it to be good enough to keep listening to the song, and then the second verse, you introduce some dope-ass new shit. Yeah. Uh, that's a very good take that that is what that guy is. He's a first verse with a featured artist singer. He's singing so much on this fucking album. Sings so much! And... Because, A, because it's electronic music, so everything is kind of, um, everything is perfect because it's not like you're recording someone playing an instrument where there's going to be some kind of human element to it, where there's going to be more space, more kind of... They kinda, can create it, that shit exactly how they want to. Right. So so when you're making electric electronic music, a lot of times everything, every note is so fucking perfectly in tune, so rhythmically quantized, so it's exactly where it's supposed to be, that if you sing on it, it has to be fucking perfect or else it sounds way off, which is kind of one of the drawbacks to... Um, to all the technology we have right now. So, because that guy can't really sing, they've got to tune that guy's voice to the fucking high heavens, and it does not sound good. I, I said earlier, it's kind of like an Owl City type thing where it's just so, so, so tuned, but without really trying to go for the auto-tune effect. It's, I can't, ugh, it doesn't sound good. And they're going, like, ass backwards, too, because they came out of nowhere, and they worked with, like, a bunch of awesome featured artists. yeah. yeah. And they made fucking bangers. Mm-hmm. And now they have a shitload of money and they have a shitload of attention. They're like, nah, we're singers now. We're going to do this shit ourselves. It's like, yeah. that's not how you fucking got famous. Right. If anything, if you're going to try to cut corners and save money, what you got to do is you got to uh, get off a label and do the Chance the Rapper thing and just be like, all right, or Macklemore thing, where it's like, okay. At least get some like fucking street cred where you're like, we're doing this shit ourselves. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I listened to the first four songs. As you pointed out, uh, kids can't listen to this one because guess who's swearing? That guy learned how, that guy learned the f word within like the past year because in the first three songs he drops two major f bombs out of nowhere. I did, I will give one of the f bombs is kind of a cool line. He says, uh, "Fuck me back to life." Yeah, that's like if you <laughs> properly chills. It's, it's, no, but like for like a, like a hot song. That's like that's a no. I'll allow it. Chainsmokers. That song wasn't good, but it's. Um, is that the second song? Yeah. I. I like what they were going for with the second song. They're kind of that was very much a kitchen sink song. They gave you everything except for a good singer. <laughs> um, but like, there's crazy beats going on. They're they're switching things up a lot. I give them credit for that. Uh, I did listen to the last song. Oh god, which Florida is, Georgia line. I just screen grabbed it on the tracklist thing, sent it to you with This Is My Nightmare. Chain Smokers featuring Florida Georgia line. Hey, fucking 
Kill Shock, me. Shocking news. That's a bad song. That song sucks. It's really bad. That song sucks. It's like, it's, I don't know if there's a vocoder going on, there's but like, they, there's like an so, Imogen Heap kind of sound yeah, going on. Yeah, it's like, it's like churchy yeah, kind of. It's, it's weird and fucking, it sucks. I'll tell you what it is, is it's bad. It's <laughs> yes. a really shitty it's song. It's a very bad song. And fuck, man. So you got money to spend on featured artists. There's only maybe, what, three or four featured artists on there? It's Emily Warren's on two of them. Okay. Uh, two or three. Um, and then, obviously, there's Coldplay, and then there's Florida Georgia Line. I don't know if there's anybody else after that, but those so are the three that I know. So kills me. Oh, there's Coldplay? Yeah. So okay. they did that. Oh, wait, the, the, the song. That's like the single yeah, yeah. prior to the album. And that, was, that song's really good, actually. Yeah, I would expect. Oh, it's super similar to... Um, one of their earlier fucking songs. I forget which one. That's okay. Like ex- I know. That's what they you, are. You know, yeah. You know what, Chainsmokers? Because this is where it does you well to not get enough credit. We don't give you a lot of credit. So when you come out with a song that sounds like another one of your songs, and we think that both of those songs are fine, I'm not mad. You mad? I mean, that song Are you song like, oh, how could you do this, Chainsmokers? No, no. Because we don't think that highly of you. We like the first song, so if you, I mean, you'd be dumb not to kind of play it off for the... I mean, they copied it almost exactly. Right. I mean, I think they have an algorithm where they were like, let's just plug this in and swap it with Coldplay. That's fine. We don't, we don't expect much from you, man. Like, we don't think that this is going to age particularly well. Right. We're going to enjoy this shit while it lasts, and I hope you do too. You guys clearly are with all these fun fucking cover stories they're gonna be they're gonna be one of the uh like the key artists when people look back on this generation of music and they're gonna be like what the fuck man Mm. how are these guys huge uh shouts out to my work comcast sportsnet whenever i write anything that's kind of tongue-in-cheek i make the exact same joke word for word like plagiarizing myself i fucking copy and paste one section that i put in in like three things i've written now uh, chain smokers don't get enough credit. Th- that say the chain smokers don't get enough credit. There's zero fucking chance Boston sports fans. Get Absolutely that not. Joke. I, it's you, only if you follow me. I on made Twitter. it. I made it on Twitter. Yeah. You've made it on Twitter. Yeah. A lot of people miss that joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. No one's going to fucking get that. I think th- that the first few times I did it, I sent you the story and was like, "Hey, we, we we're never like, hey, check out this shit I did. Yeah. It's like, hey, I need you to see this so." At least one person got it. I and I did get it, and it was the best part of the piece. Mm. So, thank you, know, you very much. So, way to use it three more times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're like the chain smokers. Yeah, you did something good, and then you copied it for yourself. Yeah, you know what, uh, chain smokers, you inspire me every day. Um, music, shit, playlist. Uh, yes. Is it cool? I'm going to answer this question myself. So, we we both tweet from the brunch account. At some point in the afternoon on Fridays, once we've given time, uh, people time to listen to the podcast, we'll tweet out the playlist. And I've tweeted it out for, I think, the last two or three weeks, and I just do the same thing every time. I just use the gif of you dancing yeah. at Chicago. I think that every time we tweet out the playlist, it should be that gif. I there should completely be no agree. variation. I completely agree. Awesome. Okay, just wanted to make sure you were on board with that. <clears throat> until, um, we, until we get the next gif. Yeah. Until we get the next dancing GIF. We still have yet to do a GIF photo shoot, which I think is a good idea. Where we're just going to like just make a video for the purpose of GIFs. Yes. It's a good idea. Yeah, good I, idea. I thought of one. Uh, and we could make it with memes. Uh, like one of us yells, like, it's one of us yelling, hey, I want that pizza. And then you can uh, tweet when someone's eating pizza, and then you have that GIF. So we, we can make very specific GIFs for... <laughs> Any type of situation. Um, playlist. You want to go first? Should I go first? I do want to go first. Um, Me first. I have a... Uh, this is like the first week that I've come in strong with like two songs that I absolutely want on the playlist. Awesome. Um, the first is Harry Styles' new single. Cool. That is That song's surprisingly awesome. It, have you listened to it yet? Probably not. No. Uh, it kind of sounds a little bit like a mix of... David Bowie and Bruno Mars. Awesome. It's pretty great. Uh, and then also, I'm going to add, this is a reference to last week's episode, I'm going to add Friends by Francis and the Lights and Bon Iver. Awesome. Awesome fucking song. Yes, I love that song. It does get it does get a little we'll too... Be looking too, at you. Yeah, <laughs> that is such a great, that is such a great, like, tone or whatever. Yeah. Like, it just sounds awesome. And also, if your name is Francis and you don't, like, introduce yourself... 
just by singing, it's Francis. Yeah. I'm to everybody. Francis. I'm Francis. <laughs> to everybody that you meet, you're an idiot. Um, so I'm adding those two. It does get a little busy in the middle for me. Yeah. I'm There's too fucking, much going on in the middle, but I love that song. You know that, oh, you're not going uh, Friday, Boston Calling. No. Very Huge very shouts sad. to Boston Calling, by the way. They canceled. There was supposed to be a film festival curated by Natalie Portman. And it's like, unless it's Natalie Portman films, no fucking thanks. Right. Uh, shouts Natalie Portman. Big fan. Here's a take. I think that Natalie Portman is very pretty. Wow. Hot take. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Send, send your emails. <laughs> send, <laughs> send your complaints. <laughs> send your scathing uh, disagreements with that. Um Someone, by the way, asked, what's better movie? The Friends with Benefits or No Strings Attached? Uh, it's the one with Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman. The Natalie Portman one, but I could be wrong. because I They're We've both so fucking this. similar. Yeah. There's one with Ludacris and... What? Yeah. Uh, Ludacris is in one, and the friends in it are... Like, the friends of the, the friends that are shtupping are Ludacris and... Uh, Abby Elliott? I don't know. Chris I, Elliott's I, I just, I, I just daughter? Know- I just know that it's it's the Natalie Portman and Ashton Kutcher versus uh, Justin Timberlake and Mila Kunis. Yes, yeah. And the, the Ashton Kutcher one is better. Yeah, there is the, the only thing I remember from that movie is uh, apparently he gets drunk and naked. Yes, and, and she's walks, like, and he walks around with no pants on. Or something. Right, she was like, "You were yelling like, look at my penis," and it's like, ah, classic, <laughs> classic guy. <laughs> if, that, if that ain't a guy, I don't know what is. Um, uh, so I'm pulling off. Uh, you can probably you might be able to guess this one. Oh fuck! Do we really want to? Do you really want to ruin our perfect average? It's, it's the same. It's like the same logic applied to the first time you got it. Oh, so are you taking off backseat freestyle? Yes. So I planned on taking that off. Ah, beat you too. Yeah, it. for the same Cucked. reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm taking off back backseat freestyle just to pressure Kendrick into adding, yeah. or releasing some new music. Um, and I am also going to pull off. Uh, let's pull off "Slide" from Calvin Ooh, Harris. Okay. All right. Uh, I got to figure out what else I'm going to get rid of. Um, I'm. Oh, you know what I'll do? Fuck. Uh, oh shit! Those are two of my songs, huh? Or two of your songs? That's okay. Uh, wait. So I, that means I got to take off two, two of mine. Yours. All right. Um, well, I can't take off. Isabel, I've I've gotten tweets and texts. a lot of people have have like made comments about that since you said it, and people are like, "This song's pretty good." Yeah, they're very uh, all right. So people are into it. All right, so I'm going to get rid of "Call Ticketron." Okay, and I'm also going to get rid of '80s Mercedes." Oh, I love that I, song. Th- that's a really good song. That's a really good song. That's a good cruising song. So that forces us. Sometimes you uh, you got to put yourself in a corner to get yourself out of a corner, you know, to kind of get yourself lean, build yourself up. So this is what we're doing. We're going to get rid of some good spring, summer cruising songs. So we're forced to really well, it forces, replace that shit well. It forces people, artists, to make cruising songs for the summer yes. so that we can put them on the list. And if there's one thing I know, it's that a lot of artists do what they do based on, on this podcast our podcast on a playlist of a podcast <laughs> um so those are the songs i'm getting rid of now this sucks because your selections gave me an idea for selections but i already had selections Ooh. so here's what i'm gonna do uh i was going to put on no matter where we go by whitney i won't do that but i will recommend that you guys listen to that i'm going i'm still going to put on Numbers on the boards by Pusha T because I don't think there's a lot of Pusha T on this and there's just the uh, oh the, the Mockingjay the, song yeah which that song could be there fucking forever for all I care because that song is beautiful so um, Pusha T numbers on the boards and people don't know this about Francis and the Lights this is a little fun recurring segment called DJ casually mentions that he might know a little more about music than you because he's a, kind of a nerd when it comes to pop music did you know that it's name of that segment um france and the lights was not always using a vocoder he wasn't always doing the i'm francis sound he used to just be a fucking guy who would play piano and sing songs much like um like randy newman or even fucking billy joel and 
he had some really fucking cool ass songs. So I'm gonna put on my favorite old Francis and the Light song. It is called Going Out. It's amazing. So this this week on the playlist you can hear kind of the journey that Francis and the Lights has taken. It's Hell yeah. I'm very excited that uh, uh, we never finished our thought on the Boston Calling thing. So, <laughs> France right. and the Lights and Bonnie Vare and Chance are all playing the same day. So, that's going to be amazing. Uh, but anyway, they waxed the film festival from Natalie Portman they were supposed to do and replaced it with comedy. And they've had comedy at Boston Calling in the past. It's been like Lamont Price, who's a very good local comic. Guys that, you can, that you've probably seen around Boston if you've gone to comedy shows. Uh, for this Boston Calling, Lamont Price is still there. But also, it's Hannibal Burris, fucking Pete Holmes. That's like, awesome. Uh, Jordan Rock is going to yes. be there. I'm gonna, there's a good chance I don't know wh- I'm going to be friends with Jordan Rock. Do we Rock. know when they're, they're coming on? Because I want to fucking yes. go to this. What is it? Jordan Rock, I want to say is uh i can look at it right now um but what is it uh i think someone a someone good is is on the same day as mumford and sons so i'm hoping that i'll be able to miss mumford and sons and see like hannibal burris or something instead um is there anybody on sunday Pete holmes is friday so that's the same time as Chance the Rapper. Okay. Probably zero chance. I yes. will see that. Tough break for Pete Holmes. Yeah, the 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 top the top two artists on Friday are Chance the Rapper and Bonnie Vare. No one's going to see no. Pete Holmes. Uh, Saturday is Mumford and Sons and the XX. What's your deal with the XX? Do you know? I don't them? know. I don't know much by them. I've heard like three of their songs. We have friends who swear by them. Every time I've seen them do anything, I'm like, yeah. Guess what's not? That I think good. I've, I think I've like listened to a few few of their songs but nothing stuck with me yeah so hannibal burris and jordan rock oh, are on saturday, saturday. so God damn it. sunday has tig notaro tig notaro is really good yes yeah legend <clears throat> so that's fucking boston calling man it's it's on the up man they it's gonna be the... if, if that's what they're setting setting the table for yeah. next year should be wild yes but that's kind of what i thought with so outside lands last year had basically law palooza's lineup plus fucking chance the rapper and lionel richie best thing that's jesus um why did we go to Lollapalooza? i know <laughs> right. uh this year the lineup is still really good this year they've got it's good i was a little i was a little underwhelmed by the um the like the second cards yeah like the headliners are really good yeah. but I, I wanted a deeper deeper lineup yeah and also for the outside lands is good at getting like a real real legacy act like you can say the metallica's legacy act because they haven't put out anything great in a long time and i don't think any hardcore metallic fans do listen to this podcast but in case you do none of their new shit's fucking good you're not fucking tough by being like oh this 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 album sounds like justice. Yeah, like, no, it's they sound they've sounded pretty bad for a while. That's fine. Good things become bad. I mean, it's this called podcast. my life. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you need any fucking proof, just look at me. Um, they're I consider them a legacy act, but they're touring a recent album, so technically they're not. The Who is kind of the the one no questions asked legacy act is it even like a legacy so act though because it's old. not because it's not the who anymore right it's exactly Pete and it's, a bunch of people and yeah it's two of them and i saw them right after john and whistle died and it was fucking lit i love the who they're fucking great i don't need to see the who right. you know and see i would have loved to see i would love to see the who back in the day right like love to get in my time machine yeah. and go back and see them in their prime. Yeah, but like I'm not rushing to. to and it's, they their tickets sell for like a hundred and fifty dollars. I know. You know what? Uh, so the top of our wish list for a legacy act for any of these things, Fleetwood Mac. You can get Fleetwood Mac with the lineup they have right now because they they they're using the rumors lineup these days. That's uh, Christine's there, Stevie's there, yes. Lindsay. They're all there. Uh, they're doing there's there's like an old persons festival. It's called the classic, the the uh, classic classical something. That's like that. a really good idea. Yeah, it's like hey, old people, come check out your favorite favorite yeah, bands. It's like there's only we're only gonna have like five people, <laughs> so it's not that or like five acts. Don't worry about it. Um, so that's it. There's one in L.A. and there's one at Chase Stadium, not Chase Stadium. 
I'm dating myself. Um, fucking City, City, City Field. Field. And it's, I think the Who's there, but Fleetwood Mac is there. And if they had one-day passes, I'd fucking go to Shea Stadium, catch a little Fleetwood Mac. But I don't need to see, like, I don't need to see the Who these days. Yeah. It's, um, so that's that. Uh, reviews. Oh, we yeah, reviews. we got reviews. Do you, you got those? I'll shits? take one. Yeah, I'll take the first one. Uh, so this is still going on our proposal to leave a review uh making up a review of an episode that we haven't done but maybe you want us to do so this one is fire with zach efron highest of highs to lowest of lows got the shout out on the podcast jl last week but then my heart got ripped out when Deej took off wilco from the playlist mm. however I'm back in high spirits after Zach Efron joins the podcast, Ooh. even though the guys peer pressure him to, into taking his shirt off, in parentheses, nice, and quickly rose up, quickly rose higher up the Kinsey scale, in parentheses again, congrats. Sadly, the story has a tragic ending as Zach ends up filing restraining orders against Pete and Deej. In the end, it was all worth it. That's very nice. That's a, that's a fake, that's fake news, because Zach Efron would never fucking take out restraining orders on us and also he wouldn't need to be pressured into taking off his shirt have you seen anything that that guy's done yeah you don't need to convince that guy to take off his shirt he just does it he's a big taking off his shirt guy uh this is from thomas justice says pete and dj are joined by who it says thomas thomas b something i I don't know i can't see the full uh, full thing oh it's a game of thrones guy okay so Good thing I'm reading this one. <laughs> and they hit it off. They creepily hit on Sam the character and not his present self, even though they look exactly the same. Oh, it was. It might be the guy from uh, Love Actually, the the kid. Oh, really? Is he in Game of Thrones? Yeah. Oh, okay. Satan boy. Um, there wasn't a uh, even though it looked exactly the same. There wasn't a ton of follow up to Thomas's Game of Thrones reveal and even less follow-up on his Love Actually 3, Love actually reveal. <laughs> I like that. The interview went off the rails when Pete made another reference to his height in relation to the Sam, not Thomas. And Pete ended up leaving the recording and driving to pick up beer, only to remember Massachusetts's archaic alcohol laws. Overall, 10 out of 10, which rounds down to 5 out of 5 or 1, hence the one star. Yeah, uh, people, don't reduce your fractions here when you when you leave us a review. That's it's okay. So he did. <laughs> so he didn't. Uh, he didn't give us one star. No, he gave us. Thank five. God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't reduce your fractions. It's like in the NFL draft and the combine. Everything is measured in eighths of inches. So if a guy is like six one and a quarter. They will say it'll be six oh one two eight instead of uh, like writing out six foot one and a quarter. And I would write that out when I would do stuff at wea.com about the NFL draft. And I had an editor who was like, "Hey, uh, two eighths is actually one quarter, so just write that." And I was like, "Well, if you ever played the game football, you know that the NFL draft measures in terms of eighths of inches." So. Don't, don't you reduce on us. Just give us five stars. It'd be great. Uh, quick shouts to Brad Marchand. Pulled a little, uh, if you played the game, what did we think? Uh, not the situation that I would do like a, if you played the game, you know that. Because you're talking about. He assaulted somebody's penis. Yeah. Uh, probably not the, the, the one that you want to go to. Yeah. Uh, especially after saying, he was like, I, it was undisciplined, but. If you ever play the game, you notice that things happen fast out there. Uh, yeah, but everybody else doesn't assault dicks. Yeah. Am I crazy? I, I, I'm i sure I, I come off as a... I don't even know what I fucking come off as with hockey anymore. As like a, Some people say I'm a Bruins homer. Some people say that like I, I'm just anti-Neely or whatever. So I'm like, I don't know. I could be both at the same time, you fucking bozos. But uh, is it weird that I have like no problem with... Brad Marchand, I'm completely 1,000% defending him. He is who he is. Yeah. I th- you, you pointed out after, you're like, well, maybe now idiots can stop saying he's cleaned up his act. Like, scoring a goal does not mean you fucking turn into a saint. 
And he's not pretending to be anything. That's that's why I like Brad Marchand because he's not fucking pretending to be anything that he isn't. He hasn't let he hasn't let scoring almost forty goals change him. Yeah. So he didn't sell out. Yeah, exactly. I, I like him. So yeah. So he's not fucking Green Day. I think that he's he's. People mistake the shit that he does on the ice for like him being an asshole. He's definitely not an asshole. Oh no, he's the best. He's yeah. like an awesome, awesome. Dude. Definitely not an asshole. Uh, I really like the guy. Yeah, but he's an idiot sometimes, and and that's okay. We're that's, all idiots. Sometimes. I was gonna say that makes him my kind of guy. Right. Um. Shit. Uh. What else do we have? Do we have anything else? Um. That the oh. trailer for the Tupac yes. biopic came yes. out this week. I'm into it. I, it, dude, that guy looks so much like Tupac. It's fucking creepy. Hey, cool racism. No, just kidding. Uh, that dude, <laughs> that dude looks absurdly like Tupac. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the cast is hot, hot, hot. It is. There are a couple of people, people from Shit's The Walking Fuego, Dead. Jan. Uh, <laughs> a couple of Janet. Yeah. Uh, a couple of people from The Walking Dead. Maggie and uh, Michonne. Yes. And also Marlo from The Wire. Marlo from The Wire, who, you know, in Always Sunny, when Mac and Charlie write a screenplay? I don't. It's the, it's the M. Night Shyamalan movie. Oh, AKA yes, I M. Shyamalan. Yes. yes. Um, they're writing a screenplay because they want to put in some twists. And they're like, who should we get to play this lead? And they're like, who, who's gone underrated, underappreciated in recent years? Oh, Dolph Lundgren. And they, so they make this thing about Dolph Lundgren where he's a dolphin and he has a nose and it's the most ridiculous thing. It's also very homoerotic. I think that Marlo from The Wire is kind of that for me. Where I, I want to see Marlo from The Wire and shit, you know? He, does, he isn't in a ton of shit, I don't think. I can't think of anything else I've seen him in. Right. We saw the dude, the other dude from The Wire in Sing Street. That was a nice little pleasant surprise. Oh, um, yeah, he's in Game of Thrones, too. So oh, you don't watch fuck, that. None of the, that never fucking lands for me. But, I'm yeah, I'm glad to see him in shit. You know who might be my favorite cast in uh, favorite casting job in that movie? What? Uh, the guy who plays Biggie. Who is the same guy who played yeah. Biggie and Notorious? Yeah, they're like, how about that guy's career? Right? <laughs> yes. Hey, look, pal, you're not typecast, but we got a role for you. It's to play a rapper. Uh, do you have experience with any uh, Biggie? You know what? Actually, we've got a Biggie role. We can have you do that. Total coincidence. It's just like that guy is just sitting around waiting for the call for, to play Biggie, and that's that's what he does. Yes, yes, a Biggie impersonator at this point. Exciting shit. So that looks good. Uh, also, Baywatch isn't far out from coming out, right? It comes out in a couple weeks, few weeks. Oh, man, I'm so excited for it. That's going to be... I think that our move's going to be the Thursday night that it comes out. Definitely going. See it twice and then podcast. <laughs> I love that idea. Right? Love that idea of going fully in on Baywatch. Yes. Oh, yeah, there's going to be a lot of Baywatch shit uh, going on. A lot of fire that week, so just, you know, get your... Brace yourselves. Get your extinguishers. Get your bulletproof vests. And fire extinguishers ready because there is going to because that week you know what that week's going to be fire fuego Janet 